The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Let's start the last word on sport with Mark Lawrenson and Tony Cascarino on football. So, Manchester City have three games left to play. Arsenal have two games left to play. City have a four-point advantage. It's effectively as good as over. But, Mark, do you reckon that Arsenal will give it a go tomorrow, even for pride's sake, against Nottingham Forest? Or is this the best fixture Forest could have to secure their Premier League future? Oh, no, Arsenal will absolutely totally go for it, Matt. Could you imagine the hoo-ha if they didn't? Um, I think they picked the strongest team, and obviously they, you know, they are. Once they're desperate to finish second, I'm pretty sure they will finish second. So, yeah, I think you, you're questioning your loyalty if you think that they're not going to go to uh, to Forest and, and and play anything like they've played all season. Well, Tony, they're guaranteed second. But how difficult do you think might it be for them after the disappointment of what has happened to them in recent weeks? Well, you've got to get over that quickly, Matt. Um, look. Arsenal have had a great season, and you don't want to end it with some, you know, difficult performances where the fans have been, you know, been taking so much pride out of the way the club has developed over the course of the season. I think, like Mark, I think they'll have a go at Forest. I think that's good news for you, Matt, as in, you know, they'll try and win it. Uh, because you can't, Matt, as a player, you can't just switch off. And, you know, the managers can say everything before the game and go, you know what? I don't want to end this season badly. We've been tremendous. Let's finish the job of this season and, and just see where it ends up. You know, I, I really think they'll do that. Mark, where do they need to add, do you think, for next season? Because there's a lot of talk today that the key targets are going to be Declan Rice for midfield and Walt Cancelo, the Manchester City fullback who's on loan at Bayern Munich. Yeah, um, you'd definitely take those if possible. M- maybe another central defender, Matt. Um, and possibly, possibly a right back. Um, well, so that's where Cancelo would go in. Well, would he play right back or would he play left back? He can play both. So I suppose you've, you've answered your own question there. But yeah, I, 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 I just think if they do that, you, you look at them and you think you know they'd be even better than this year than this year. But of course, of course, a lot of the teams are going to be much better next year. Liverpool. I would suggest Chelsea um, and Newcastle will still be there as well. So I know that we're looking at the end of the season at the moment. There's going to be some season at the top of the league tomorrow, uh, next uh, next season. Yeah, but then again, Tony, the way Manchester City are going now, and it looks like they're going to win the Champions League because Inter aren't as good a team as Real Madrid. And look what City did to Real Madrid the other night. So it's probably only Manchester United who might feel that they have a chance of stopping them winning the treble. And if they do that given the strength of depth in the squad, how many years will this Manchester City team continue to be dominant in, not just in England, but then in Europe? Well, Matt, they've been dominating for quite a long time already. You know, we've seen in England. about six. Yeah, in England, Matt, they're going to they're dominate, I think, because there's, there's quality of their squad. I mean, imagine if we get into next season, Matt, and we go see about added two of, you know, great footballers around Europe that come into their, their squad, whoever that may be. I, there's no way Man City won't spend money this summer. And it will be quality players. They've got a squad that really doubles up in every position anyway, with some great youngsters coming through. City's going to be the team, Matt. Let's not kid ourselves for the next five years, without a doubt. So, Mark, they do, they do look like they're going to lose Gondouan, and they could lose Bernardo Silva as well. So there's two first-choice players who could be gone at the end of the season. Yeah, but as, as Tony says... that. The, the the quality of the replacements, Matt. That they but they will already be in order. He's, he's, he's let players go before 
Pep Guardiola, it's never really come back to haunt him. I mean, that performance on Wednesday night was as good as anything I've ever seen in the Champions League. They were absolutely outstanding. Who wouldn't want to go and play for Manchester City? Okay, well, that's it. What about the other Champions League spots? Because we have Liverpool still winning game after game, Tony, at home to Aston Villa tomorrow and hoping that Manchester United slip up away to Bournemouth. Is it too much for Liverpool fans to hope for? Yeah, Matt. I've said it for weeks. I just think Liverpool had too much of a catch-up. You know, they got themselves just above mid-table and way behind. But they've been on a great run winning game after game. Unfortunately, I just think the league will end and it's going to be too late for them. You know, I don't think Man United will get uh, get beat or even draw. I think they'll win the game at Bournemouth uh, tomorrow, Matt. And likewise, Newcastle, I think they'll win uh, their game as well. So, Matt, it's just it's, it's great that Liverpool have had a turnaround and a lot of Liverpoolers will be delighted at the way the season's ended. But it's just been too little too late. Mark, are you saying unlikely? Yeah, unlikely, Matt. Would, would much more rather be in Manchester United's position that, than Liverpool's. And as, as Cass says, they've had a really good end to the season, but under no real pressure at all. Well, let's move to the other end of the table. And <laughs> Tony, starting with you, I know Leicester aren't playing until Monday night against Newcastle, but looking at them against Liverpool the other night, they look like a team who are gone. They're down, which is yeah. remarkable when you look at some of the talent that they have on the pitch. Yeah, Matt, and the, the big, uh, you know, watching the game on the night, Matt, just Liverpool going through their midfielders, they're non-existent. The rest of the midfield was just, nobody was making a tackle in Liverpool. You give Liverpool players, you know, time to get uh, their head, Matt, and find a pass and do it. And Liverpool must have, you know, it was a comfortable victory for them. And it didn't even reflect, like, this is a team that's part of relegation, the rest of are. We saw nothing in there from Leicester to say, you know what, if we beat the Liverpool were tremendous. But Leicester offered very little in energy and desire, Matt. They were a shadow of the team they were a few years ago. Okay, now, so let's look at the bottom of the table, Mark, because you mentioned Forest, and if Forest lose against Arsenal tomorrow evening, they could potentially be back in the relegation mix, depending on what Everton do at Wolves on tomorrow, and then what Leeds do at West Ham on Sunday. Let's start with Everton away to Wolves, because... I think maybe we've expected over the last 30 years or so, Everton have flirted with relegation on a number of occasions, but it never actually happens. So is that going to be the way again, that no matter what, they'll get away with it? No, I don't think so. I, I think, unfortunately, this, this might be the season, Matt. They've never, ever been relegated from the top division. This might be the season that they go. I think is Calvert-Lewin not injured again? Well, there's well. talk that they are going to play him, although he may not be fully fit. Really? Well, okay. On on their head, rest that be. Uh, may that be. Just, sure they've, just, they've no they've no other strikers. They, I mean, they don't. Wait, okay, they got their five goals against Brighton recently. He was yeah. in the team, but when he's not there, it just seems that they're almost incapable of scoring. Well, yeah. Um, but so you're saying he's injured? He's going to play injured? Well, good luck to him. But I just feel. There's one thing about they're away at Wolves, aren't they? Wolves Wolves are safe, but they are very very difficult. To beat Matt at the at the best or the most for for Everton, I think they might they might scratch a draw, a draw. But I just think the irony will be that building this new superb stage, uh, stadium that's going up on the uh, Bramley Dock in Liverpool, and you know what will happen is they'll get relegated and end up being a Championship team playing at a fantastic stadium. 
Well, we'll see about that. But uh, <laughs> Wolves do very, very well at home, it would appear, uh, Tony, which would give them an advantage. But Everton, do Everton have one thing, even if they don't have a striker? For all the criticism that can be put Jordan Pickford's way, he does have a tendency when they need it to put out the big saves to save them. Yeah, he's done it a lot last season, Matt. He's done it a couple of times this year. Um, it's a funny one, Matt, because even Everton's last game at Goodison, is it Bournemouth at home, Matt? Sorry, I is missed it? that, Tony. I said he's in the last game. Is it at home against it Bournemouth is. Everton? Yes. Now, I, I, there's no way I can see that Everton won't win that game. Last game of the season at Goodison Bar. I think they'll get three points, Matt. And yes, we can talk about Wolves and whether they get beat. I think Everton will get three points. They might get four, Matt. So I, I think they'll stay. You know, I, I can understand where Mark's coming from. Cameron has been injured all year. But I don't really feel that the centre-forward's going to benefit. They, they haven't had a free-scoring centre-forward, Matt, for a long time. Okay. And that's, that's a problem. So then it's going to be West Ham and Leeds as the key match. So this will be on Sunday. Will West Ham, do you think, Mark, and I don't want to be clutching at straws here, but will Mm -hmm. they be focused after getting into the Europa uh, Conference League final last night? And are they likely to play anything near a full team? Um, The latter, I don't really know. I I, I get this thing, though, because Sam Allardyce was on about it today, which is that if you were a player in in the West Ham squad, and you're thinking, I want to play in this European final because they've not been in one since 1976. I get that little bit, and you can just be 5% off in terms of performance, and I think that will give Leeds a, a chance. But I look at Leeds, and, and they really, really blew it last week, didn't they, with a missed penalty to make it 2-0. I think it would have gone on to win that game. Um, yes, they've been a little bit better under Sam Allardyce. I just think it's a really, really tough call because knowing David Moyes, he will put a team out that's very, very competitive. But Leeds might just nick it, you know, Matt. Might. We'll see. Mark Lawrence and Tony Cascarino, thank you very much. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.